for this day. We lift you up. And we thank you for another opportunity to worship you and to praise you and to receive your word with gladness. And we thank and praise you, Father. We just thank you so much that you always show up and you never let us down. And we just love you, Father, <clears throat> and we bless you. Now, Father, I ask that you break open the bread of life for your people here today. Lord, we want to hear from heaven so that we'll be healed physically, mentally, spiritually, be delivered and set free in every way. In Jesus' name, amen. And praise God. Hallelujah. Well, the title of my sermon today, I usually don't say it all the time, but it's so corny, I have to tell you. It's called Hello from the Other Side. And I don't mean the other side of death either. Amen. Hello from the other side. Amen. You know, it takes a certain type of person to move to a new place in God. You know, God says to come and let us go. Jesus told the disciples when they were in the boat, come, let us go to the other side. And it signifies a crossing over. Amen. Or leaving one place or one level, going to another level. Are y'all here today? <clears throat> And so I know that God is transitioning a lot of people, <clears throat> devil's a liar, transitioning a lot of people to move from one level of faith to another level. Amen. Why? Because he wants to give you the desires of your heart. He wants to release all that stuff that he's promised you, all that stuff that you think ain't coming. That's what I'm talking about. You know, you have to reach a certain level or be in, a, be in a certain position to receive what God has for you. So, <clears throat> higher level or a higher place in God. And, you know, I think uh, it's a lot of hoopla and all this stuff, but all God really wants us to do is, is get back to that place where he first met us. Amen. We know so much. See, we know so much now, we don't even need God that much. Only in emergencies, you know what I'm saying. You know, we, we, we consult him when, when times get hard. But God wants a permanent, personal relationship every day with his people because he loves us so much. Amen. So, uh, the other side, come, let's go to the other side means let's move into a new place in God or a higher place in God. Now, the reason we don't get up and move and we say, well, I don't know what to do. I don't know what God wants us to do because it's unfamiliar. We're afraid. We're comfortable where we are. And we don't really want to move. Well, I'm waiting on God. God's waiting on me. <laughs> but I scared. I don't feel comfortable moving because we don't like the unknown what's not familiar, and so we'll continue to stay in that place of familiarity because we don't know what God has for us because we don't t totally trust him. Amen. You know, we, we want to see it like Thomas. We want to see it before we believe it. Amen. But transitions are something that is sometimes anticlimactic. <laughs> Or in other words, the leading up to a transition or a moving to the, a going to the other side or crossing over to the other side, the leading up to it 
is is actually more devastating than the actual occurrence. Y'all know what I'm saying? And then you'll say, well, this is what I've been not doing all these years, and God has been wanting to bless me and do some things through me. And, and when he said, come, let us go to the other side, I didn't know what it was, and I got scared, and I kind of just got comfortable where I was. And so the building up to going to the other side is more than the actual going to the other side. Is that making sense? Amen. And all God wants us to do is increase where we are. He wants to, see, he's not trying to take anything from us. He's trying to give something to us by moving us out of where we are. Amen. In Isaiah, I think it's 54, 53, it talks about lifting your cords and, and broadening your stakes. In other words, God wants you to take him out of that confinement and take, you know, unbox him and allow him to do what he wants to do in our lives amen amen so the leading up to it is i think more scary than the actual moving because we don't know what god wants us to do now god will confirm all you got to do if you don't know go to god and ask him and he'll confirm it through his word he's not going to confirm it any other way but through his word. Now, sometimes he'll have someone give you a word, but I, from my experience, I've always gotten a confirmation from, through a prophet or something else after he's confirmed it to me through his word. So don't take anything, you know, don't get comfortable always being led by a human. Be led by the Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. And allow God to speak to you and tell you exactly what, because there's always instructions before there's a move. Are y'all here? <clears throat> there's always instructions. And so we want to know what those instructions are. Amen. Hallelujah. Passing from one place in God to another is scary because we don't call the shots. Well, that didn't go over well, but it's still true. <laughs> We don't have control, but God does, and we don't like it when we don't have control. He may give stick me with somebody I don't like, you know, those kind of things. Or he may make me go to Africa. He might. Amen. And he might not. Amen. But we're always so nervous about what we don't know and understand. But all we really have to know is, is Jesus Christ and him crucified. You know that God loves us. Know that he would not lead us, um, you know, anywhere but where we'll, we're supposed to be. Psalm 23 said he'll lead us beside the still waters. Amen. So he won't lead you into rough territory. If we remember the word that he's already given us, then we won't be afraid. Amen. We have uh, Psalm 91 where God promises divine protection and hope in tomorrow. You know, uh, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says, I know the thoughts that I think toward you, thoughts of peace and not evil to give us an expected end or a future and a hope. So every scripture that we remind ourselves, I mean, you know, we need to remind ourselves of every scripture because they're comforting and they're peaceful and it's a good promise. You know, God is not trying to do anything but move us from one level to a higher level. Amen. He's trying to bless us. He's trying to give blessings to us and not 
you know, uh, take anything away from you. Amen. All he wants to take from us is something that's not good for us. Amen. And so all we need to do is just obey instructions and just allow him to transition us as we cross over. Amen. But when the actual transition takes place, we don't even realize that we've been translated to one place to another. Now, I'm not talking about like Enoch, (laughs) but transition to another higher plateau where I I call it like this, uh, what is it, bigger devils, new level, bigger devils. And so he's just teaching our hands to war. Amen. That's all this is about, teaching us how to possess the land. Amen. But we're sitting up scared of what God's, all we want is some money right now or whatever. But God, see, the kingdom is first. God is, he's going to give us all of that, but he's concerned about the kingdom. Amen. So actual experiences may not be as great as the building up of it. Amen. And then the devil's going to throw his stuff in there to make you even more nervous about, well, what's God doing? Amen. But going to the other side, transitioning into from one plateau to another is coming your way. And in fact, it's here. Amen. And so we need to just enjoy it. Enjoy the ride and not be worried. See, what bugs us is we know, we know how we are. We know we might not just do what God tells us to do. <clears throat> we know that we're rebellious. And so we might not receive it with open arms. And so that bugs us. But I'm telling you, we need to just put all of our total trust and faith in God and just enjoy the trip. Amen. Why don't we go to Mark 4. Hallelujah. Don't try to figure it out. Just do it. Like the Nike people. Mark 4.35. And it says, On the same day when evening had come, he said to them, Let us cross over to the other side. Amen. Hallelujah. Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. And the other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. So this boat is filling with water. Jesus has been preaching all day. He's tired. He falls asleep. Amen. 38 says, but he was in the stern or the hinder part of the boat asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said to him, teacher, do you not care that we are perishing. <laughs> See, fear does crazy things to your mind. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 39 says, Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said, He spoke to the sea, rebuked the wind, and said, Peace be still. Amen. Did he do anything out of the ordinary? No, he didn't. <clears throat> the Bible says, Greater works will we do. So they could, in other words, any of those disciples could have did the same thing. But when we're 
when we don't know what's ahead of us, we get nervous and we get fearful. Amen. And this is why Jesus said to them, why are, why are you fearful? Amen. All he said is, peace be still. Verse 40. But he said to them, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? <laughs> In other words, you've been hanging out with me and you don't have any faith. You can't even speak to the storm. And certain things when we are um, approached with certain situations, it's the same thing. You know, and then don't you feel sometimes like God has forgotten you? But, you know, I believe it's because God is looking for us to do the same thing. It's like I've given you all power. I've given you authority to rebuke anything, to bind and to loose. And so sometimes when we think God has forgotten about us, he hasn't forgotten about us. He has faith in us that we'll take care of the situation. Amen? Amen. And so sometimes we get spoiled or we want God to do everything for us when he's already given us. He's already given us the land. He's already given us the power and the authority. He's already given us permission to take care of everything that opposes us. Amen? He's already made our enemies our footstool. All we need to do is put it into practice, all these things that we know. Amen. And so we shouldn't worry about what we can't see, what we don't know. Just trusting in God. And that's what trusting him is all about. Sometimes it is difficult. But it, God is not asking us to do something we have no ability to do. We can trust God. Amen. And let's do 41. It says, And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, Who can this be that even the winds and the sea obey him? But then the Bible says, Greater works will we do. Amen. But they're wondering, Well, who's this guy? You know, look at the power that he possesses. But God says, Greater works will we do. Amen. So we have the same ability that Jesus had to rebuke that wind and speak to the sea. We have that same power within us. See, a lot of times we get fearful because we're afraid to use what we have because we forgot, we forget who we are. And so I'm so thankful that Jesus is our intercessor. Amen. He sits on the right hand of the Father forever making intercession for us. He prays us through every situation. And all we have to do is remember that he is there for us, coaching us on and, and interceding for us and believing and having faith in us that we can take care of these things because he's given us the power already. Amen. Okay, let's move down to the fifth chapter of Mark. Hallelujah. Now, when you're told to cross over to the other side, in this uh, this chapter 5 when we look at it and and I, I ask a lot of questions and so let me just read verse 1 it says 5 verse 1 then they came to the other side now when they got to the other side where were they going see this is how if you ask the right questions if you pay attention God can tell you so much so they passed over to the other side they got through the storm and they went to the other side so 5 verse 1 says they got to the other side. Where were they going? Because where they were going gives you a clue to how you're supposed to operate your life. Amen. Well, the Bible says they were going to deliver the madman of Gadara. 
So if they were going to deliver somebody, you know, legions, I got many devils. <laughs> if, they, if they were going to deliver the madman, evidently God told them to go to the other side so that they could perform many works that he does. See, in other words, God had already had a job for them. Going to the other side means that God wants to use you on a higher level. A lot of people want to lose, use going to the other side to get a ministry. I'm going to get a big ministry. That's not what it is. Amen. You got ministry around you wherever you go. Take care of that. Amen. So, <laughs> amen. So going to the other side, the first thing they did, Jesus told them, come, let's go to the other side because they had a job to do. God is telling us to get out of the boat and move because there's work to do. Amen? Because the first thing they did, they went to deliver the madman. You can figure this out by yourself by paying attention. So I'm, let me read this again. Then they came to the other side of the sea, to the country of Gardenese. And when he had come out of the boat, immediately there there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit, chained, oh, wait a minute, verse 3, who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no one could bind him, <laughs> not even with chains. So in other words, this more, well, this nice guy, he could not be stopped, <laughs> amen. And they had him chained to the tombstones in the graveyard because he wasn't fit to be around other people. So I'm telling you, Jesus had him first on his list. And he had the disciples with him. And what he was doing, he was teaching them how to operate in a more efficient capacity. <clears throat> he was teaching them, come on, this is, this is a bad boy. This is the baddest boy in the region. But I have faith in you that you can take care of him. Amen. It's the same thing with David and Goliath. David is like this, and the uncircumcised Philistine was like this. Everybody was afraid of him. But God had total faith and confidence in David that he could take care of Goliath. And it's the same thing. So this is, <clears throat> this is the disciples' Goliath the madman of Gadara. Amen. Let's see. So I'll, I'll do three again. Who had his dwelling among the tombs and no one could bind him, not even with chains. It says, because he had often been bound with shackles and chains and the chains had been pulled apart by him and the shackles broken in pieces, neither could anyone tame him. And all and all, always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying out and cutting himself with stones. And when he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and worshipped him. Are you there today? <clears throat> and he cried out with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with you, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I implore I implore you by God that you do not torment me. See, he knew he had power. Amen. Verse 8, for he said to him, come out of that man, unclean spirit. All Jesus did is just the same thing when he rebuked the wind and spoke to the sea. 
He just said, come out of him, unclean spirit. Then he asked him, what is your name? And he answered, saying, my name is Legion, for we are many. Also, he begged him earnestly that he would not send them out of the country. Now a large herd of swine were feeding there near the mountain, so all the demons begged him, saying, send us into the swine that we may enter them. And at once Jesus gave them permission. Then the unclean spirits went out and entered the swine, and there were about 2,000. And the herd ran violently down the steep place into the sea and drowned in the sea. See, Jesus has all authority, all power, and all knowledge. And he knew <clears throat> that he wasn't really giving those demons a pass. He knew that they were headed for destruction. And he saw the job until the end. See, when you, when you uh, take authority over de a devil, you stay and you finish the job. You don't just, you know, some of these people like playing with people's devils and bringing them out and making them throw out, throw up and all. That's not how you operate. That's not how we operate. Amen. <clears throat> you just simply, Jesus didn't do all that. He didn't tantalize this devil. He didn't play with him. He just simply said, come out. And he did. Amen. And so you have authority. You have that same power and authority. And the Bible says, greater works will you do. Amen. And so there's nothing, when you're going to the other side, God is preparing you for a greater job, a greater responsibility. Amen. What you want from God, he's going to give that to you. Amen. But kingdom first. Amen. And so he wants to use you because we're not in this life just to get what we need and get what we want. But we're here to do a job for God. Amen. Hallelujah. So when they reach the other side, when you go from one place to another, the other side, there's work to be done. And God just wants to prepare you to get the work done. Amen. Hallelujah. So whenever you feel like God is telling you to go from one a plateau to a higher one, always watch and ask what is going to happen when you get there. God will show it to you, just like he showed us in the Word. He will, he will let you know what's expected of you. You know, it's so simple, just ask God, and he will let you know what's expected of you, or he'll let you know part of it. Sometimes he don't tell you until you get there. You see, they had to go to the other side before that guy showed up. Amen. And so God will always allow us to go first, and then he'll tell us and show us what we're supposed to do. But God will never leave you uh, not prepared to go uh, and do a great work for him. Amen. So a higher level of, of authority from God and, and for greater works. Amen. A new level to fight new devils. That's what I always say. But we have the victory. Amen. That's the only thing we know. So you got to go by what you know, and you already know you have the victory. Amen. Hallelujah. That word crossover means to pass over or to go beyond or to go through. How many of you feel today like you're going through something? Amen. Now you know why. <laughs> you got to go through to get through. Amen. There's no way to get to the other side. In other words, getting to the other side just means you got to go through some stuff to get where you're going. 
and most of us feel like we're there. How many of you really feel like you're there? Should be everybody. <laughs> now, see, let me tell you, most of you are in denial. <laughs> Amen. Don't want to go there because there's a madman waiting on you. Amen. You see why God doesn't show us some things too soon? <laughs> but I know this is where we are right now because you've been going through. In other words, let me ask you like this. Let me fix this. How many of you feel like you're going through a process? Well, that's the same thing. You're going through. Amen. Same thing. How many of you are ready to step out of the boat? Amen. Because You know why? Because you know that God has something good for you, but you have to go through the process to get it. And you're going to have to fight some new devils. But you are already prepared to do this because if you weren't, God wouldn't. See, those disciples were ready. They had the power to go to the other side. They were prepared. But they were scared, on the boat scared, afraid of the storm. Jesus, you don't care about us. And they were offended because he was down there asleep. <laughs> he had a pillow. And, be, and you know what I believe why he did that? Because he wanted to show them, look, I have total trust and total uh, faith in you taking care of the situation. Amen. And so, you know, God is, is um, telling us in this season, it is time. It is time to move from one level to another. Amen. And anything that you run into, you can totally take care of it. Amen. Hallelujah. But you got to, you want to run into your blessing, right? Well, you got to fight. You know, you got <laughs> see, we have, we have the same mentality, the grasshopper mentality, you know, but we are well able to take them. Amen. You are well able to take the enemy. And in fact, he's already defeated. Hallelujah. So that word crossover also means to go beyond, to go through, or to pass through. Amen. So if anybody feels like they've been going through a process, you have been. And this process is to get you to the other side. Are y'all awake? <laughs> Are y'all here? Do y'all understand? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so when you cross over to the other side, you go the way of God's obedience. That's what doesn't feel good to us. You remember the, the Israelites going around for 40 years? Amen. Now you see why, because they're they are about where we are. Amen. And they just didn't want to come out. They didn't want to come out because they were afraid of what light lay ahead. See, we, we, are, we don't have confidence in what we can't see. But God is saying that you must uh, trust in where he has you. Amen. And see through the eyes of faith. If you see with the eyes of faith, then you nothing can nothing can in any means harm you. Are you here? Amen. And so you have to have faith in what God is doing, have faith in where God has you, and know that He will make you and help you to, to uh you know, slay the enemy because giants come down. They fall. Amen. Amen. 
And so we are giant slayers, but I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm, th- I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> so how many of you think you're ready to cross over to the other side? So all you need to do is <laughs> All you need to do is get instructions from God on how to do it. Because what you're doing, you're crossing over to the other side to receive what God has for you. But there's some enemies that you have to fight. Are y'all here? Paul said, there's a great and effectual door has been opened unto me, but, yeah, many adversaries. That's all this is. Legions was an adversary. You know, the uh, uncircumcised Philistine was an adversary. But he didn't stop Daniel, did he? I mean, David, did he? Amen. Legions didn't stop the disciples and Jesus. And anything that opposes you won't stop you from possessing your land. Amen. Amen. And so you have to have faith. Faith in what God is, where he's taking you. You have to have faith in what he's doing in your life. You know, he doesn't want you to go backwards. Remember Lot's wife. Amen. you got to be willing. And see, that's the other. That's the flip side of this thing is you can't go back even if you wanted to. Amen. Remember Lot's wife. Are y'all here? Amen. She looked back. God is saying, don't look back. There's nowhere really for us to go but forward. Amen. And so God has taken us to the other side. Hallelujah. I don't think y'all feel real comfortable, but I'm going to keep preaching. Amen. <laughs> Amen. See, when you go to the other side, you have to go with God. You have to go his way of obedience. There's no other way to go but through his obedience. And you can't go backwards and you can't look back. So it's time to move forward in God. How else will you get something new? Behold, I do a new thing. How else will you receive it? Amen. So it's something new, a new thing. But you have to go beyond where you are. Amen. Hallelujah. So we, we have to welcome and um, embrace operating on a new and different level. Amen. And sometimes it's just as simple as just receiving God. Just receiving him in a, a bigger way. Um, you know, uh, meditating more. He's just trying to just trying to stretch us out of where we are. We need a better relationship, uh, uh, you know, every day. We got to stop this just opening up our Bibles on Sunday. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Amen. It's an everyday. This is a relationship. And so this is what you do when you're going from one level to another. You're, you're a mature Christian. You're maturing in every way. Amen. So God is going to do amazing things in our lives, but we got to let him. got to follow him. And you can't be afraid and you can't look back. You don't want to turn into a pillar of salt. So there's no other way to go but forward, amen. And you'll get the blessing that you've been waiting for. That's on the other side. You're going to go to the other side and get it. <laughs> amen. Everything that you want is on the other side. Because you've exhausted where you are now. Amen. And so God just wants to give you better, give you more, give you bigger. We all have been praying and saying this is what we've been waiting for. This is it. Well, if this is it, why ain't you going to the other side? (laughs) Got to trust God a little more. You know, you got to have him in your life more. Put him first 
and he'll put you, you know, he always puts us first. But if we put him first, he'll get us where we need to go. Amen. Amen. So you'll get the blessing. You'll get, this is what increase, Amos 9.13 is all about, receiving what God already has said, what he's already decreed. But you got to get it on the other side. Amen. Or there's, in other words, there's a place in God you have to be to receive you know, what God has for you. And you just have to be in an atmosphere of receiving, a mindset of receiving. You know, God just doesn't put new wine, no wine skins. You have to prepare for what he has for you. Going to the other side uh, well, signifies that. Does that make sense? Amen. <clears throat> so everybody wants the blessing, but you got to work a little bit to get it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. We must consecrate another thing going to the other side. You have to consecrate yourselves. Get closer to God and increase uh, your seeking of him like a deer pant for water. you got to really want God more. Amen. Hallelujah. You have to seek him more. Seek him early. Seek him late. Meditate on the word and allow your mind to be transformed by renewing it. Renew it in the word. You know, get get comfortable with the things of the spirit and and allow the things in the natural realm to become foreign to you. Is that making sense to you? Amen. So meditate on the word. Trust God and increase your faith. Get rid of the fear and wholly follow the Lord. In other words, when you pass and go to the other side, there is no more shenanigans. Amen. You have to allow God, stop, in other words, God wants this control in your own life to stop. You, you submit yourself unto God. Submit yourself to God and let God know that you are submitted to him and you're following him. And you're not following your own, you know, whatever it is that we do. Y'all know how we do. Y'all want me to keep explaining it until I, <laughs> until I can't see. <laughs> But concentrate, consecrate yourself to God. In other words, you know, get clean before him. Repent. If there's anything that's standing between you and God, now's the time to get rid of it. Amen? And just allow him to lead you in, in your past failures, your past mistakes. Remember Lot's wife. Stop looking back at that stuff. You know, the devil likes to keep people in condemnation. Amen? And so you got to let it go. Repent of it one more time for once and for all if that's going to make you feel better. And leave it alone because God is not looking at your failures. He is the only person that's looking at them is you. Amen. He does not care about what you failed at. Amen. Some people are too afraid to step out and do anything. You know, you know So... You know, you're going to make mistakes. If you move out and try some things, you're going to make mistakes. Amen. Just ask any great inventor. Amen. They made mistakes. You know, I was hearing, uh, thinking about this guy. <clears throat> you remember that ivory soap, the soap that floats? He was trying to make this ivory soap so the float, you know, wouldn't get lost in the tub. It was always on. And, he, and that happened by just an accident. He had been trying and trying and trying, failing at it. But he made an accident, and that was his answer. And it floated. Amen. 
And so you can't, you know, but, oh boy, how much money did he make? Amen. And still make it. His ancestors are making money. But if he had never stepped out and tried, you know, he would have never made that accident, which we know it really wasn't an accident. But, you know, whatever you are doing, you have to step out and give some. And some things are going to flop. But you've got to be humble enough to keep moving. Amen? You've got to be humble enough to forgive yourself and keep going. Did you know that's pride when you can't forget a failure? <clears throat> it's nothing but pride. And pride comes before the fall. <clears throat> and you can be sincerely trying to get, get it right. But you won't if you don't forgive yourself and trust God and put your faith and trust in God and humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. That's what you have to do. It doesn't look like pride, but that's what it is. The devil likes to hide pride from people. I mean, you know, he likes to make you think it's somebody else. And then, you know, you start making excuses for your failure. Just own it. Amen. You got out there. You messed up. And you, you're back stronger than ever. Amen. Well, that didn't go over well. But it's true, ain't it? Amen. Stronger than ever. It's like this. Everybody know it. Everybody know you're an overcomer except you. I'll put it like that. Amen. So step out of the boat. Amen. Step out. Step out in faith. All this is about is stepping out in faith. It's like this. Let me put it to you this way. If you are tired of where you are, doing the same thing in the same place, Really, you're not in the same place, but it feels like you are. Amen. So if you want more from God, then step out of the boat. Step out in faith. That's out of the boat. Amen. Hallelujah. Take action to the plan and purpose. All God wants you to do is say, God, I want whatever you have for me. Amen. Receive his plan, his purpose for your life. Step out of the boat and receive it. And that's all this is about. Amen. Not your purpose, his purpose for you. Amen. Step out in faith and take action. David ran quickly to the battle. And God expects us to do the same thing. Amen. You know, run quickly. Run to the battle. Don't run away from it. We've been so used to running away from the battle that it's become who we are. But God wants us to you know, lengthen our cords. He wants us to come out of this box of fear. And what if? What if it don't work? What if What if it does? You know? Amen. It's better to have tried something and failed at it than to just stay where you are and be miserable. Amen? How many of you are ready to come out of a miserable place? <laughs> Look, it's like this. The longer you stay in the boat, the more fearful and miserable you'll be. Next year, you'll be this much more miserable and meaner. Amen. I'm telling you. It's time to, it's time to step out of the boat. Time to step out. Amen. Because God is trying to get something to you. He's not trying to make you feel uncomfortable. But look, like Joyce Meyer is always saying, do it scared. I don't agree with that because, you know, fear is sin. But move anyway. Amen. 
you know, just move to the, if, if you don't know where you're supposed to move, ask God. Because this is a spiritual move. Everybody's trying to move in the natural. Move spiritually first. Move spiritually first. Don't stay the way you are. God, is. it's, it's your time now to be all that you can be. Amen. Hallelujah. Stay in the word for confirmation and move. <laughs> you know, we all have unsaved loved ones. We all know somebody that needs a healing. We all know, you know, we all know a lesion or two. Amen. <laughs> so there's work to do. Amen. So get busy. This is all God wants us to. He's trying to prepare us for the end time harvest. That's all it's about. Amen. And he wants to bless you. All the things that you want from him that you've been waiting for, that comes along with going to the other side. And it comes, it comes with doing his will. See, we want the blessing without doing anything. It won't happen like that. It won't happen like that. Amen. Those things, look at it like it's already done. It's for a, a set time. It's already done. You don't have to pray for that anymore. But you do have to prepare yourself for what God has you. you know, and it was so simple. Those disciples, it, you know, they, it was uh, 13 to 1 with legions, although I know he was a pretty bad boy. But they had authority over him. Amen. And it could have been one or two of them out on the sea by themselves without Jesus. He never leaves you nor forsakes you. And so he is with you every time he uh, tells you to go and do, he is with you. He never leaves you. Amen. So get in the word for your confirmation. God will show up when we take our first step out the boat. He's not going to do it before. Amen. That storm came first. And so you, you just have to ride it out. Well, it's not, I shouldn't say ride it out. It's time to not ride it out. It's time to get out the boat. Take authority over whatever is causing the turmoil. Amen. <laughs> Amen. We need to get used to uncom- the uncommon. See, we're so used to status quo. We, and we like it because it's comfortable. We have a tendency not to want to move from what's not from from what's familiar to what's unfamiliar we don't want we don't want to move we like what's common and we fear the uncommon but god is working in the uncommon um this new behold i do a new thing that's the new thing amen and and the only way we know what we're doing is you have to develop a, a closer relationship with the lord it's no more doing what we want to do, moving when we want to move, you know, doing whatever we want to do. Those days are gone. Take heed. least you. Right. <laughs> the peanut gallery. Amen. So take your first step out the boat. And I'm telling you, that first step is the scariest step. But once you put that other foot on the outside of the boat, it gets easy. God takes it from there. That's the part we don't understand. Amen. Like the four lepers. Why should we sit here until we die? Amen. Do you see any similarities between that and now? Us and them? Well, most of y'all ain't there. I'm there. Amen. 
Why should we sit here until we die? It's time to go all the way with God. Amen. Go all the way with God. Let's go to 2 Kings 7. Because you are tired of being where you are and you know it. Looking at me like you don't know who I am. <laughs> you are ready. You're ready for things to change. Amen. This is how you, this is how they change. Is you go from one level to another, but you go with God. You press into him. So that, and he gives you direction. He'll give you instructions on where to go and what to do. If you need to go and minister to somebody, that's what you do. If you need to go and, and uh, lead someone to the Lord, that's what you do. Amen. And by the way, I hear that you guys led somebody to the Lord yesterday. Congratulations. Amen. And he received his tongues. Amen. Stammering lips. Amen. See, that's you already out of the boat don't know it. Amen. Hallelujah. God just want to be your guide. He wants to be the one that does the planning. He's tired of us putting him on the back burner doing what we want to do. Because you know what I, I found out? Everything that God wants us to do, he doesn't really take you out of where you, he really doesn't want you to do anything overwhelming. You know what I'm saying? When you work for the kingdom, it's what we do all the time. It's just that we're not submitted under, unto him. We're still in pride. Think, thinking that we're doing it when we want to, and most of the time we are. But God wants us to be on 24-hour call. If he calls, he wants to know that we'll be there. Amen. That's all. That's all this is, is, is a, a more submitted, a more submission to him and, and more checking in with him. You know, having him as your father and treating him like a father and allowing him to treat us like his children. Amen. Showing us how much he cares. He loves us. You know, if we only knew how much he loves us. But we like staying stuck in where we are because we feel like we have control. Amen. And that's and it's pride. And God will come for that pride if you don't let it go. Amen. 2 Kings 7, verse 3. Did I tell you 7? Okay, verse 3. Let's see. Maybe I should do... I'll start at 1. Then Elisha said, Hear the word of the Lord. And that's what I'm trying to give you, the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord, Tomorrow about this time a sea of fine flour shall be sold for a shackle. And two seeds, is that word seeds? For barley, for a shackle, at the gate of Samaria. So an officer on whose hand the king leaned answered the man of God and said, Look, um, if the Lord would make windows in heaven, could this thing be? And he said, In fact, you shall see it with your eyes, but you shall not eat it. Amen. Verse 3 says, Now there were four lepers, lep, four leprous men, at the entrance of the gate. And they said to one another, Why we, why are we sitting here until we die? They had leprosy. Amen. No cure. Amen. But you know what? It was time for them to move and live or stay there and die. Amen. 
Well, believe it or not, we're in a similar situation. A lot of people are, they just don't know it. Amen. Move in God, not move locations. Oh, yeah, well, see, I, I'm, I got a place I want to start visiting. Yeah, we know. We, that's called pride. That's why you're in pride. Are you here today? Y'all know what I'm saying? That's pride for you. Already got plans. But see, you got to drop your plans and pick up God's plans. Amen. God is not going to get involved in that foolishness with you. Period. Just not going to do it. Amen. He's trying to move you from one spiritual um, point to another so that you can get in there and get your needs met and get everybody's needs met. Your neighbors, your family members, calling them into the kingdom. That's what time it is. Are y'all here? (coughs) You know, we act like we don't halfway know what's going on. But it's it's time out for this selfishness. God wants to use us totally because everybody, some of your, your, um, a lot of your family members aren't even serving God. It's no time to be selfish, and it's no time to sit where you are. But when you see them coming in, how awesome is that? Amen. Hallelujah. And so it's time for us to allow God to do whatever it is that he wants to do with us. And no, you know, stop trying to hold back and control the situation. Because he saved you. Amen. And you should want all your family members. You do. And we don't know the first way of how to get them in. But if we go to a higher level and, and obey God's instructions, he, he knows what to do. All we need to do is, is submit ourselves and humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. And obey whatever it is that he tells you and get it confirmed through the word. Amen. And stop, you know, trying to do all of this stuff yourself. And just start trusting God in these things. And he'll come through for you big time and give you all the things that you want. And then some stuff you didn't ask for, you'll get that too. Amen. Hallelujah. Just remember to share. <laughs> So these guys, their backs were up against the wall. It was move and live or stay there and die. Amen. Verse 4. If we say we will enter the city, the famine is in the city. Yeah, there was a famine in the land. So if they couldn't enter into the city, the famine is in the city. And we shall die there. And if we sit here, we die. You know, because they had leprosy. Amen. It says, now, therefore, come, let us surrender to the army of the Syrians. If they keep us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall only die. Verse 5, and they rose at twilight to go to the camp of the Syrians. And when they had come to the outskirts of the Syrian camp, to their surprise, no one was there. Now look at God. They were going to submit themselves to the enemy. But they didn't have to do that. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, but it's like leaving one death sentence to another one. Amen. I I think I would have took my chances doing something else, but not submit to the enemy. But see, they were still hoping that they would, you know, get fed three squares a day. Just throw us in prison. We'll get three meals, three squares a day. 
But the important thing here is to understand that they moved. They moved. Hallelujah. They didn't stay in one place, doing the same thing, waiting and waiting and waiting for their healing to come. They decided to get up and do something about it. Go get up and take it or go and get up and die. Amen. Let's see. Now, where am I at? Five? Yeah. No one was there. Verse six. For the Lord has caused the army of Syria to hear the noise of chariots. Are y'all here? See, when, when these three lepers were coming, God, mag- he, he like took a magnaphone and put it to their feet. And the enemy, the Syrian army, heard thousands of men marching. See, God is with you. When you get up and move, when you get out of the boat, the minute you put your first foot down out of that boat, God puts his plan into action. Amen. He doesn't leave us by ourselves. He just wants to see if you're going to humble yourself or stay arrogant. That's all this is about. Got to read between the lines. He wants to know if you're going to change. Because he ain't going to bless nobody. He don't. Pride comes before the fall. Arrogance and pride, there's no blessing there. None. You'll watch everybody else get blessed, and it's just not going to happen. Amen. He, God doesn't operate like that. Only man. Because it's like it's something on the inside of pride that does not want to humble themselves. And let me tell you what I believe it is. Pers- people in pride always want their concern about how they look to everybody else. And they like attention. And they're concerned about how they look. And see, when you submit yourself under the mighty hands of God, you, they think that's weakness. You know what I'm saying? And that's not weakness. That means you, you're smart. Amen. And you're humble. Humility is a, a sign of strength. Humility is not weak. Not, not by any means. But arrogance is weakness. Because there's a spirit of fear behind that. Let me just really get down to this. There's an element of fear in arrogance. There's an element of fear and insecurity in, in um, pride. And so that's why it's, it's pride means to be puffed up, propping yourself up to look like something that you ain't. Amen. And so that's, what, that's why God is not going to bless pride. But he's going to tear it down. And so what we need to do is just humble ourselves, submit ourselves under the mighty hand of God. God don't use uh, arrogant people. Very little. Very little. Because they're not going to come out of that box long enough for God to even have them sell potato chips. Or You know what I'm saying? You have to humble yourself. Amen. That's a sign of strength. Not weakness. But see, the devil's going to keep telling you the same thing over and over, year after year. Amen. But if you're smart, you humble yourself, you repent and get out of the boat. I hope that makes sense to somebody. Amen. Hallelujah. It'll help somebody later on. Amen. It's lonely at the bottom, and it's lonely at the top. Amen. Selah. Let's see, where am I? I? I did six. Okay, and it's back to the Syrians. They, to hear God fixed it where the army, the Syrian army, 
heard the noise of chariots and the noise of horses, the noise of a great army. So they said to one another, look, the king of Israel has hired against us the, um, the kings of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to attack us. Amen. And it says, therefore, they rose and fled in, at twilight and left the camp intact. Their tents, their horses, their donkeys, and they fled for their lives. And when, when these lepers came to the outskirts of the camp, they went into one tent and ate, <laughs> ate and drank and carried from it silver and gold and clothing. Amen. And went and hid themselves. And then they came back and entered another tent and carried some, some from there also and went and hid it. And then they said to one another, we are not doing this right. I'm so thankful for the conviction. Conviction is very different from condemnation. Two different things, amen. See, conviction always leads you into doing the right thing quickly. Condemnation hangs over your head for years and years and years if you let it. And it don't let up. And then it starts telling you you're the worst person in the world when all you need to do is repent. It's that simple. But, and then the devil will have people to tell you that you're not worthy. That's because, and, you know, that happens when you've been staying in pride too long. All hell breaks loose against you. Then nobody wants to be around you. And that's all coming from you or me. It doesn't come from God. And it's really not how it is. And it's all, it's, it's very simple to just repent and just be normal. Amen. And because and that stuff is too, too heavy to carry anyway. And see, the devil is just, look at it like, uh, I'll use this tissue. And the devil is just squashing you, squashing you. Amen. Hallelujah. But you can come up and get that the devil off your back anytime you want to. Simple repentance. Amen. Hallelujah. Simple repentance. God has already done it. He's already done it. So it it you know, you can what is that? Write your own ticket. Write your own ticket. It's up to you. Okay, so where was I at? I was I don't even know. Oh, and nine. It says, And then they said to one another, We're not doing this right. This day is a day of good news, and we remain silent. If we wait until morning light, some punishment will come upon us. Now, therefore, come, let us go and tell the king's household. And, of course, they re that means repentance. That's repentance. Amen. The Spirit of the Lord, who convict the conviction of God came on them, and that's all we're talking about is just repent. And get back in the game as soon as you repent. And God remembers your sin no more. He remembers it no more. And, of course, the devil is going to try to work through other people and work through even yourself to try to make you think you, you're the worst person in the world. But all you have to do is have faith in what God has already done. Have faith in the cross. Have faith in redemption and faith in you know, restoration and reconciliation. You are, we are reconciled back to God. Amen? Every time we mess up, we are reconciled. You know, the, the, the word of truth always gives you a way out. The word of truth always gives you a solution. 
The devil never gives you a solution. He says, stay like you are because he doesn't want you to get blessed. But the word of God always gives you a, a choice to come out from among the the, de- the, de- the death, I should say, or the dead, and come over into the living and start to get blessed. And that's just what these guys did. They came out from among the death, and they came to life. Let me finish reading this. I think I'm in verse 10. So they, <clears throat> they went and called the gatekeeper of the city and told them, saying, We went to the Syrian camp, and surprisingly, no one was there, not a human sound. Only horses and donkeys tied and the tents intact. And the gatekeeper called out, and they told it to the king's household inside. And, of course, the king says the king rolls at night. But anyway, they, they told that they had secured all of this stuff, and all was well. Amen. Hallelujah. You can finish reading the story at home tonight. Amen. <laughs> You'll enjoy it. <laughs> Amen. But we need to make up our minds that you've been in the same place too long. And that's all this is about. Stepping out of the boat means choosing to come out from where you are, going around and around and around, doing the same thing, waiting on God to do specific things when the time is now. And it depends on you. It can happen whenever you are ready to come out of the boat. Time you you step your foot out of the boat, God has a plan and a purpose, and he steps right in just like he did with all of these people that we've been reading about. And he gives you you hope. He, He helps you. He fights for you. We don't ever have to fight an enemy by ourselves. Not ever. That's God's job. It's our job to obey and follow instructions. Amen. That's what we should do. Meditate. Amen. Hallelujah. Meditate on the Word of God and be transformed in your thinking. Amen. Pray to God to get instructions. Your faith has a corresponding action. And that's all stepping out of the boat is. It's a corresponding action to your faith. Uh, are y'all here today? It's, it's the action part, faith without works. It's the works of your faith. And so it's time to move because God has great and precious promises that he's promised us and it's time to receive them amen it's time to receive and all you all you need to do is make up your mind that you're going to meditate on the word change your thinking number one change your thinking and follow instructions amen because your faith has a corresponding action and increase your trust and your confidence in god increase it now's the time to increase it. Amen. And God is right here to help you. Amos 9.13, that's all it is. It's, it's, uh, Amos 9.13 is, is um, increasing our faith. It's teaching us how to be, <laughs> it's, teaching, it's teaching us how to be, that, that, is that the same phone that was talking to Pastor Barb last week? Okay. Amen. So Amos 9.13 is preparing us, teaching us how to be prepared for what's to come. Amen. We can stay in the boat or we can pass to the other side. Amen. Now that we know what that is. Cross over. Amen. Or pass. And and this is the thing. Well, let's go to Joshua 1 right quick. I'm almost done. Joshua 1. Hallelujah. 
verse 8. You guys know it all, but I, I just love reading this. But I'll go to verse, I should do, well, I'll do some of it. Uh, verse 1 says, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Amen. Now, therefore, arise and go over this Jordan. And see, this was what God was always telling them, go to the other side. Amen. Then Joshua went to the other side. Abraham had to go to the other side. You know, leave father and mother, go to a place called there that you know not. That's going to the other side. Amen. So Moses, my servant, is dead. And it says, uh, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all your people, to the land which I'm giving them, this children of Israel. Do y'all understand what, what we're doing here? Same thing. Verse 3, every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses. Nothing has changed. His faith is forever. Amen. Verse 4, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates and the land of the Hittites and all those other ites, and to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. Amen. God is trying to put you in charge of where you're going. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As it was with Moses, so I will be with you, and I will not leave you nor forsake you. Did Jesus leave them when they were in the boat, when they crossed over to the other side? No. They were on assignment. They were going to deliver the madman. Are y'all here today? Amen. Verse 6 says, Be strong and a good courage. For to the people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all, um, according to all the law which, which Moses, my servant, commanded you. And do not turn it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. Amen. And then it says in verse 8, this is one of the best scriptures in the book. It says, And this book of the law shall not depart, but... It shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you shall make yourself prosperous, and then you will have good success. Amen. And verse 9 says, Have I not commanded you to be strong and a good courage? Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you everywhere you go. So when you get out of the boat, you are not by yourself. And all you're doing is moving towards what God has for you. Amen? Getting a little bit stronger, a little more power, learning how to fight the devil. You notice every time God told them to move or go somewhere, it was always an enemy waiting on them. Some army, some ite waiting on them. But did they defeat them? Yes, they did. Amen? We need to stop thinking God is just going to come and drop something in our laps. It just doesn't work that way. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's move to Joshua 3. Uh, yeah, flip over to 3, verse 1. And this is when Israel crossed the Jordan. It says, Then Joshua rose early in the morning, and they set out from Acacia Grove and came to the Jordan. 
he and all the children of Israel and lodged there before they crossed over. You need to underline that. Cross over. Don't be afraid. <laughs> Verse 2 said, So it was after three days that the officers went through the camp, and they commanded the people, saying, When you see the Ark of the Covenant, and this is very important, when you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God and the priests, the Levites, bearing it, then you shall set out from your place and go after it. So follow the ark. Amen. And this is what God is saying. Get out of the boat and follow the ark. What's the ark? The word of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Here's your instructions now. Follow the ark. What's the ark? Follow the cloud. What's the cloud? Follow God. Follow his instructions. Amen. Are you here today? Follow the ark. Praise God. Number four, yet there shall be a place between you and it, about 2,000 cubits by measure, and do not come near it, and you may know the way by which you must go, for you have not passed this way before. Can I say that? Can I scream it? You have not come this way before. That's why it's scary. Are y'all here? It's scary because this is a new level, new devils, <laughs> but you're more than able to take them on. Amen? In fact, they're afraid of you. Do you remember what Legion said to Jesus when they, when they crossed over to the other side? He said, he said, don't bother me, so to speak. What have I to do with you? Don't, don't cast me out. So he, the devil know when you're coming and he's afraid of you. You stay in the spirit and get out of the flesh. Amen. He's afraid of you. He's not afraid of your flesh. He ain't scared of your booga booga. But he's afraid of your spirit that's stronger than him and more powerful. Because you have everything going for you. And God says he'll never leave you nor forsake you. Amen. But you have not passed this way before. So cross over. That means cross over. Amen. Go beyond. Go through. Pass through. Go to the other side and pass over. Amen. And that's all this is about. Hallelujah. So you can just take a, a tip from Joshua. Do what Joshua did. Amen. Verse 5, I just want to read that. This is so important. You remember when I was saying get closer to God and and. and you know, get your relationship right with him. And that's what verse 5 means. It says, And Joshua said to the people, Sanctify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wondrous things for you. Amen. In other words, expect God to do what he said he's going to do. But you have to come out of pride, come out of arrogance, come out of anger, come out of unbelief, come out of fear. you got to leave all that stuff behind and cross over. Amen. Hallelujah. In other words, your, your blessing, your, your, what is it? Whatever God has promised you, it's ready. It's waiting on you. I'll put it like that. That's why we say God ain't waiting on us. We, he's, I mean, God, we're not waiting on God. He's waiting on us. Amen. Follow the ark. Follow the cloud. Those are your instructions. Amen. But get out of the boat first and get out of fear and unbelief. All of that stuff. You know, the devil's going to oppose you. 
whenever God wants to, to bless you with something, you got you to gotta fight for it. Amen? You really don't have to fight for it. It's already fought for and won. But you got to fight your own. We're fighting our own fears, our own. We're fighting our own selves. Amen. That's really what's going on. Fighting what we don't want to face. And it ain't that scary. It's just the thought of it. But once you cross over to the other side, like those disciples, when they were in the boat, they said, oh, this is all he had to do? You know, the devil is, you know, he screamed mighty things, but he is, he's not very smart, and he's afraid of us. He's not afraid. We're not afraid of the devil. We don't have to be. Pray. Amen. Pray. You have weapons of your warfare, not carnal, but mighty through God, to the pulling down of strongholds. Bind and loose. We have authority. We have the, you know, we have the victory. When you know who you are, this stuff is just another formality. Amen. And it's not hard. Hallelujah. So cross over into new territory. Go where you haven't gone before. Amen. Remember that scripture said, we have not passed this way before. Now is the time to receive whatever it is that you want from God. And quit sitting up saying you're waiting. Amen. All you need to do is, is just beef up your relationship. That's what we all need. That's what I'm doing. Get our relationship solid. Amen. You know, and I think it's Psalm 1-1 where it says don't sit in the seat of scorners. You know, change your old friends. You know, hide your wife, hide your, you know, that kind of. Get it right. Stop getting in the Stop being around the wrong kind of people, entertaining their venom. Amen. I'm just telling you because it, it will it, it'll keep you stuck, stuck in the same cycle for another 40 years. Amen. Hallelujah. You must create, and listen to this, you must create psychological change to cross over. Amen. That's what I had to do. In other words, you can't keep thinking like you think if something's wrong with how you think. You got to change how you think. It takes faith to cross over. And it don't take that much of it. You got enough to cross over. Amen. Because you're crossing over into uncertainty. And it makes us nervous. Thank you. Get get the Abraham brand of faith. Amen. Very easy. All you got to do is get in your word. That only makes, <laughs> you know, the Abraham brand of faith makes sense on the other side. Because that's what it takes to get there. Amen. It is time. The Red Sea had a purpose. A crossover. Cross to Jordan. Amen. Bottom line. The boat, you don't have to forget the boat. That's just a, a what's that thing, a, a simile? Or when you, when you want a nat, you have a natural example. Forget the boat, that's too hard. Everybody is struggling with the boat. Amen. Don't struggle with the boat anymore. Amen. Hallelujah. Just get the Abraham brand of faith. And cross the Jordan. Hallelujah. God has made provision on the other side. 
Amen. Remember when he told Elisha to go and the widow woman was going to feed him? And he did. He makes provision where you're going. Ain't nobody scared to go but us. Amen. There's provision on the other side. So move from defeat to victory. Amen. Get with God. And pray for your instructions. Ask God, I don't know what my instructions are. I don't know where to start to receive what you have for me. He'll help you. And this is a spiritual crossing with natural results. Spiritual crossing with natural results. That's what we're talking about. Don't be going looking for no boat. (laughs) Just a joke. Joshua 4, let's get finished. 4 verse 10. And it says, So the priests who bore the ark stood in the midst of the Jordan until everybody was finished that the Lord had commanded Joshua to speak to commanded Joshua to speak to the people according to to all that Moses had commanded Joshua. And the people hurried across. In other words, you wasted enough time. Verse 11, then it came to pass when all the people had completely crossed over that the ark of the Lord and the priests crossed over in the presence of the people. And the men of Reuben and the men of Gad and half the tribe of Manasseh crossed over armed before the children of Israel. Look at the enemy. There's great and effectual doors that has opened up to me. But behind those doors, when they're open, there are many adversaries. But God has already prepared. These people, though they were standing there, but they defeated them. Amen? Amen. Don't worry about that. God fights by many or by few. That's going to be my saying from now on. For now by many or by few. And he is not worried about numbers. All he wants you to do is pick up and move from where you are. Amen. Hallelujah. So the priest crossed in the presence of the people and in in the presence of the Lord. They followed the ark. So don't get bitter in this process. This is just a process because you're coming out. But the process was necessary, amen, to cross over. But there's no baggage allowed. You see, that's, that's what, so, that's what we've been dealing with. When we've been going through this process, God has been cleansing us. He's been putting us through the blender, if you want to call it that. He's been separating us. He's been dealing with some person. If he, you haven't been through this, it's coming. Amen. And then you, you know, when he's d- done dealing with you, then you, you go to the other side. Get out of the boat. Amen. Get out of the boat. In other words, you know, get with God to see what he wants you to do to receive. So you've got to be in a certain position of receiving. God is just ready to, to give you what, you what you want and to make you bigger than who you are. God wants to make you great right where you are. Amen? Right where you are. It's up to God to do these things, not man. Man can't make you who you are, but God sure can. And God is not afraid of the enemies, the ites that wait on the other side. And you shouldn't either. But God has everything under control, and he wants you to know that. Just keep your faith and your trust and your hope in him, and you will never be disappointed. Amen? You ready to get out of the boat?
No. <laughs> Ready to go to the other side? You've not passed this way before. And that means it's scary. But God has big blessings for you. Amen. He just wants to be sure that you can handle it. And you can't handle it any other way unless you go through the steps that he wants you to take. Amen. Why don't we stop? Father, we just bless you and we thank you, Father. Hallelujah. We thank you and we love you, Lord. And we lift